Welcome back to Royan Rescue, everyone. What do Fridays, Turkey, and trauma have in common? Stay tuned to find out when we come back to Royan Rescue. Here's the answer to that little trivial question. It's called Black Friday. And I wanted to do an episode today specifically on some of the things that can happen on such a, a crazy day as Black Friday. Now, you may participate in it. Maybe you don't. But either way, there have been some historical things that have taken place when people are pushing and shoving and trying to get to whatever that item is that they think they can't live without. So today we're going to talk about different traumas that might take place as a result of Black Friday or anytime there's crowds and people that are getting restless. But in this specific um, episode, let's talk about three major things that could happen and how we can prevent it, but then also how we need to react to it. The first one is probably um, maybe the most common, and that is tramplings. Tramplings are pretty much seen usually whenever there's mass hysteria and people do not think logically when going through a crowded area and individuals who trip, fall, or may be smaller or more frail tend to be the ones that are victimized in these situations. We see them most often like whenever there's kind of a bottleneck, if you will, whether that be when uh, people are inside a stadium and the stadium catches on fire or the roof begins to, to collapse and people make a mad dash for the, the exits. When this happens, you know, everything kind of works out well until the individual actually gets to this narrowing area where they're going to go through the doorways. And that's about the time where people start pushing and shoving. Now, uh, we see that also in crowded buildings when there's fires in skyscrapers. We see that sometimes in crowded streets when floods are coming and different things. But we now see the phenomenon also being applied to people getting in the doors of stores. And that's just mind-boggling to me. So one of the ways that you might be able to prevent that from happening is A, steer clear of mobs and trampling areas, um, either by letting the rush go through or uh, for yourself, obviously the goal is to not trip or not fall. Or once you get through the doorway, get to the side as fast as possible out of the stream and the shoving and the pushing that could take place. Um, if you see somebody fall, you know, the goal would be to actually quickly assist them by grabbing even part of them and being able to get them back to their feet. Um, another thing would be to, to try to... Um, make people aware that someone has fallen on the floor 
and they're getting stepped on. You know, it's a bad situation, again, because trampling usually occurs during hysteria. And hysteria, though it's normally seen because of panic due to emergencies, we are also seeing this type of, of panic when it comes to the idea that there's only a few items on the shelf, I have to get them, there's a lot at stake, and those similar feelings, I think, are being stimulated, and it causes this pushing, shoving, running, trampling, and it has killed people in the past. So be careful of trampling situations. The other one is a kind of a form of road rage, but it seems to be more like being in line rage. So pushing, cutting, shoving, uh, people are getting very, very uh, proprietary about their place in line. Certain people have waited in line overnight, maybe for two days. They've camped out, they're cold, they're, they're sleep deprived. It also creates this anger, and so that anger can turn into violence, and the violence can turn into trauma and maybe even death. So if somebody says something to you that seems to be aggravating, you know, the best thing to do would just be to ignore it. Just get oily skin and let it roll off. Let, let it beat up and roll off your back. It's not that big a deal, and most of the time, it's the retaliation that provokes another comment, and then that comment escalates to another one, and next thing you know, there's pushing and shoving, and then there's violence, and um, it can escalate pretty badly. And then, you know, if there's multiple friends involved, it can actually become kind of a gang situation, even though it may not be gang-related. It can kind of become multiple offenders. And then you've got jail time and lawsuits, along with a broken nose, and who knows, if you hit your head on the curb, you could have a closed brain injury, and all because we needed to get that flat screen TV. So some things to think about when it comes to um, hostilities in a line. Kindness goes a long ways, but again, if you can't avoid that type of anxious situation, the best way to de-escalate it, whether it's road rage or whether it's in a line, is to try to de-escalate the situation by showing kindness, patience, perseverance, humility. stuff. So, Pretty crazy to think that people would be doing that, just waiting in line to get something out of the store, but it is happening. You got to be aware of it. And then thirdly and lastly is the emergencies that can happen from people being distracted while driving. I just picked up the new iPhone 4S. Um, the reason I bought that, not to put a plug in necessarily for one specific phone, I had the Android HTC before that. Phenomenal phone. What I didn't like about it is it would not read me my messages uh, very well. Um, some of you might be sending in comments now after the saying, hey, there was an application you could have gotten for that, but I didn't see any good ones. I tried a couple of them and I just didn't see it out there. I know technology's changed quite a bit. But this one with the Siri function, I like how I can get a text message. It'll read it to me hands-free and I can read back to it, dictate back to it and be able to text message that way. A lot of hands-free things on it. Um, beyond that though, that's that's probably a major distraction, but along with that, we do have to talk about road rage. We have to think about our minds being in other areas. We're thinking about what store to go to next. We're thinking about how much money we're spending. We're thinking about a lot of different things, and we might not watch that vehicle come and miss the stop sign, and we get T-boned. Um, we might forget to put our seatbelt on. We might um, make a big turn left. You know, All of a sudden, you see a huge uh, place you needed to go to or a big sale going on and we're in the right-hand lane, and it's two lanes over, and then you get in the turn lane, and we do some radical things that we normally wouldn't do if we were not exhausted and rushing around during this holiday season. So just, you know, being patient, being careful, uh, scheduling things out so it's a little more plotted out, 
you, we might just make it through this holiday season healthy, wealthier, and safer. So I hope this was helpful. I've got loads of things to cover. I, I'm, the, the questions are pouring in. I've got documents laying on my desk in a pile right here um, that's got several articles that I want to do. And I'm still going to be finishing the part two interview of Clint Crabtree, the Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu black belt who developed uh, type 1 diabetes in his very intriguing and exciting story about how he is managing that even better than the doctors said he was going to be able to. So part two is coming very soon and it's going to have a lot in how to, to um, handle your diabetes with exercise and diet. Phenomenal, phenomenal person and um, I'm excited about that. So lots coming. I'm going to cram in as much as I can before December 31st so that we can end 2011 strong and go into the new year with even more exciting stuff. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And from Roy on Rescue, be safe out there, especially on this Black Friday. I hope nothing happens to you in any bad way. Have a great, great weekend. And until next time, keep on rescuing. Take care. Bye-bye.